He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Oh, it's a good day to sing in the song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Well, hello, hello, yes, hello. Good, good morning, Grand Valley. Welcome to another edition of the Watchdog Morning Show. Slider Monroe here with you for another few hours to kind of bring you some news and information and maybe put a smile on your face or every once in a while to make you want to reach through the radio and punch us. It happens sometimes. 7.10 in the morning here as the big gig gets underway. The swing and soiree continues until 10. Wow. It's a heat wave. It really is. 37 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Holy ha- Howard God. is down to his T-shirt. I'm telling you. I, didn't, didn't, I don't have my Mr. Rogers cardigan on ah, this I'll throw one. that away, Howard. Don't we need don't my, need that. My little uh, uh, chapeau, my beret. Don't need that this morning. You're right. I'm thinking about stripping down. Let me check and see if the cameras are on. <laughs> 37, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 34 at the Highlands. 30 in Elm Grove. And 34 here at the Watchdog Radio Network studios. Um, mostly cloudy, a high around 43, pick up another maybe 10 degrees before the day is over and done with. Now, forecast also says we'll see some rain or freezing rain. Freezing rain concerns me. Uh, before 9 a.m., there was no rain overnight that I could tell, Bob. The streets didn't look wet or anything. But as I came out of the tunnels and came into downtown Wheeling, I began to see some light showers coming down. Well, I think we better get used to it, Howard, because before we started rolling here, I was watching the Big Seven, and uh, just about all week, I mean, rain, rain, and then some more rain. Well, let me check here. There it is. High Valley Forecast, Storm Track 7, uh, Tuesday, rain. Wednesday, rain. Thursday, 100% chance of rain. Friday, cloudy with, oh, rain. Saturday, chance of rain in the afternoon. Saturday night, rain likely. Sunday, rain likely. Sunday night, chance of rain. Next Monday, chance of rain and snow. But Slider, I think we don't yeah. need Adam. I think you've called it correctly. Rain. <laughs> rain, rain is the word of the day and the word of the entire week. And I'm going to sound like a broken record here, Howard. Uh, here we are, January 23rd. Yeah. If, if those temperatures are in the 20s, that's all snow. You know, we get a week full of snow oh, yeah. <laughs> instead of a week full of rain. So I think we dodge, maybe, unless we flood, I think we dodged another bullet. Now, the good news is, you're right, the temperatures rise. I mean, we're looking at uh, uh, 50, 52 on Wednesday, 55 on Thursday. Um, go down, start going down in the weekend, but we still are in the 40, high 40s and low 30s. So, but we hit mid-50s midweek. So rain and cloudy is the, are the two words of the day. And a warm-up, surely a warm-up compared to where we were last week when the temperatures were roaming in the, uh, what the feels like, so we're down to zero. So that's good. Do be aware. I, I hope it doesn't turn, well, it's 37 at the airport, 34 here. It's not going to rain. It's not going to turn into freezing rain. But just when I, literally as I came into downtown Wheeling, a little bit of light rain began to fall. So we might have uh, some of that. I've got a lot of stuff I want to get into today. And remember, you, my friend, are always uh, welcome to join Bob and I at 
304-1600, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, please feel free to use it, or the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line, 304-232-8255. I spent my night last night. It wasn't nearly as enjoyable as watching Mysterious West Virginia the night before. I watched the uh, U.S. Senate debate, Republican U.S. Senate debate in Ohio. We have spent all of our time here talking about the uh, West Virginia Senate race, uh, Justice Mooney, uh, Elliott, and uh, Shrewsbury now are in that race, uh, the race for the seat currently being held by Joe Manchin. And that is considered one of the, the big turnaround seats in the Senate for the Republicans. Another one of the top seats is Sherrod Brown's seat in Ohio, which could turn around. So the three men looking to oppose him had a debate last night. Now, you know, Bob, I, uh, I watched and was somewhat part of the gubernatorial debate here in West Virginia. And it was you know, the three GOP candidates. They're all right-wing, almost MAGA types. You know, I mean, They all talk about election interference. But when I watched the gubernatorial debate among Republicans here in West Virginia, every once in a while I, I heard, mm, yes, I hear a little bit of sense, a little bit of sanity from the Republicans in West Virginia. I saw three nutbags on the stage yesterday. You know, I mean, just even my wife is yelling at them, going, "Why? What are you talking about?" I, just unbelievable. Uh, Nick Evans. So that, but but you know what? I'm a Democrat. So what do I think about Republicans having a debate? I watched it though. I have some thoughts. Nick Evans is a reporter for the Ohio Capital Journal, and Nick uh, has been following this U.S. Senate race. He's going to join us later on to offer his thoughts. I'll see if he felt that I, like I did that, man. These guys are all Looney Tunes. I mean, just you know, they want to um, they want to to uh, send the military and drones in to bomb uh, the uh, Mexican drug cartels. Uh, they want to eliminate birthright citizenship, which is a constitutional guarantee. If you're born in this country, you're an American citizen. They don't want to do that. Just I'm talking. Uh, we'll we'll get into that coming up later on this morning. Um, National correspondent, Pentagon reporter Tom Scateri has his weekly report for us, among other things. Today is the New Hampshire primary. How's that likely to go? And after New Hampshire, what comes next? We'll talk about that. Former Congressman Bill Johnson met with protesters on his first day on the job as president of Youngstown State yesterday. We'll talk about that. And um, in Ohio, some lawmakers want to address the issue of school absenteeism. It's a serious issue. By paying kids to come to school. From the Ohio Capital Journal, again, our old friend Susan Tebbin is in to discuss that. Plus, our usual slider on sports, Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report, Taylor Long has Ohio Valley headlines from WTRF-TV, and your calls and your texts and all that kind of stuff. I had some leftover texts from yesterday. Should I get to them? Let's do the leftover texts. Uh, first of all, and I don't have it in front of me because it came across my Facebook page, one of the uh, nutbags that... Uh, do I, do I call too many people nutbags? A lot of nutbags out there, Howard. One of those nutbags that uh, that writes on my Facebook page complained because yesterday he said, uh, number one story is the homeless, and you haven't even talked about the homeless. And I got thinking, what did we do 
for probably the last three weeks, Bob, almost every single day. What did we talk about here on this show? And I know we hit it yesterday because it might have got bumped a little bit, but you know, we, as soon as we got caught up, absolutely. It's I mean, there. We, we, we can't, can't the, avoid it. We had the mayor, the vice mayor, the city manager, uh, Rosemary Ketchum, all on talking about homeless over the course of the last couple of weeks. We spent hours discussing it. I've offered my opinion on it. You said yesterday it was foolish. You know, just wait. Why not just wait? What's the rush? My line is, what's the rush? Why are we trying to push these people? people out of their camps so quickly so i'm sorry uh, billy but uh you know that argument doesn't hold water homeless is the big thing why aren't you talking about the other stuff let me see um what else have we got here referencing uh the u.s senate debate last night in ohio this came in this morning this is not left over frank larose is a very good liar why should we trust him all they do is bend and twist the laws the citizens pass without his help. We talked about that yesterday, Bob. The uh, two uh, issues that citizens voted for in Ohio, the abortion issue and the uh, marijuana issue, Yeah, they're already trying to change it. They didn't like it. They don't like what we the people said. No, and you and I both, I, I was pretty strong. I said they ought to be voted out just on that alone. You, you know, that overwhelmingly. If you can't take the voice of the people, then you don't belong in, in public office, period. Sentence over. Uh, by the way, going back to that debate, and we're going to talk about it in the 9 o'clock hour with, with Nick Evans. I never heard the word liar and finger pointing as much as I did last night. Well, I'll just say this about you, Frank. You're a liar. But Bernie, I'm going to say this. You call me a liar. You're a liar. Liar, liar. Pants off. Well, they didn't really say that. But li- I mean, I never heard as many people calling each other names in a professional debate as these guys. Jeez. All right, let's see. Uh, what else do we have here from the Frio Stack Auction Service text line? Um, I'm not sure what. Well, I'll read this to you. Uh, Nextar Media Group, they're the parent owner of uh, WTF TV. Nextar Media Group's cable network, News Nation, is entering the crowded field of Sunday public affairs shows. The network announced Thursday. It, oh, I see what they're telling us is it will launch a new show called The Hill with Chris Steyerwald. Okay. Wheeling native, frequent guest on Hoppy's show. Uh, used to be a guest on this show when he was still working in West Virginia. Uh, March 3rd, airing at 10 a.m. Eastern, the Washington-based program will feature newsmakers, politicians, and commentators reviewing major stories and discussing the week ahead. All right. I, I assume you're sharing that with me because it's Chris Steyerwald, and that is kind of cool. Now, from yesterday, talking about the homeless situation. Yes, we did talk about homeless yesterday. Uh, So, Howard, let me get this. While in church, and let me emphasize church, one person said to me, we're becoming a tent city, and then went on and on about the homeless and how we should get rid of them. And I thought, where is your humanity? Are we not, as Christians, supposed to help? Well, I think that's a a pretty good point. You know, there there are a handful of things. I don't want to go, to quote Daryl Cummins, I don't want to go all preacher on you. There are certain things Jesus was pretty clear about. Help the homeless was one of them. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Frio Stack, Auction Service, text line 304 214 Um Howard, the homeless population caused over a million dollars worth of damage to a bridge in Wheeling. That is absolutely correct. Who is paying to fix that? We are. No argument with you there. If That's, I, that's absolutely correct. Um, and, I, and this person says, I disagree that it's not a rush. 
This problem has been coming for quite some time. It is not a surprise. I get that. I don't mean that. That's. I mean, it's just cold. That's I, all we're saying. I mean, literally, the day that, that that schools were closed, the day they told us, you and I, not to come to work, it's going to be too cold, too snowy. You can't come to work. Slider Monroe. That very day, we didn't argue. That very day, they they sent people out to the ten cities to tear them down. That's what I'm talking about. What's the rush? I get, I get the homeless man. I think they should wait until they've got the managed camp done. But when I say what's the rush, I don't mean that we don't deal with it. I don't mean it's not been around. I mean that what's the rush today, the very day that we had the coldest day and snowiest day in a year, hey, better send some trucks up there and take down their camps. That's ludicrous. Okay, I didn't want to get angry about that. That was just that was a text from yesterday. Oh, man, got more text coming in. 721, 21 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, if churches want to help the homeless, why not let them sleep in the churches? I think most area churches don't necessarily turn them into homeless shelters. They certainly feed the homeless, and they provide a variety of homeless services. Uh, absolutely. Um, text, 304-214-1600. Um, come on, bust the homeless around. Give them a one-way ticket out of Wheeling. I, I'm not my brother. <laughs> I'm not my brother's keeper. Again, I don't want to go preacher on you, but uh, Jesus said that you are. Just pointing that out. And I think this is the last one of the morning so far. Man, they're coming in this morning like crazy. I like that. Appreciate your uh, texting in, 304-214-1600. Howie, do you... <laughs> Do you only have a couple of weeks to live? The way you've been eating, it looks like you have, like you're a dead man walking. I, I, Bob, I don't know if you know this. I like to eat. Hey, that this isn't something to just suddenly come over you, Howard. <laughs> I mean, you, you've loved to eat for some time. Uh, Saturday night, Nancy and I went to uh, Red Lobster. Sent me a text, told me how good it was. I did. Yeah, I did. Because yeah, you remember Bob had told us that things were really good over there. He kept asking me, you've been there? I was, so we went. Uh, cheddar biscuits, yeah, baby. Mm. Uh, salad, you know, mm. and, and uh, who was it? Uh, somebody I know said, oh, Jay McCabe said, salad? What is this salad of which you speak? No, I actually, you know, I have a little salad or something like that. Two lobster tails and uh, lobster linguine. It was good. A lot of lobster. It was good. Sunday, uh, Nancy and I went to Olive Garden. I had the uh, tour of Italy. I had chicken parm. I had lasagna. And I had uh, fettuccine Alfredo. I don't think so many people would know your business, Howard, if you didn't take all those pictures of your food before you eat it. Well, it's, and sometimes after I eat it, which is the, they're the <laughs> all ugly, gone. They're the ugly pictures. And yes, yesterday I had a delightful lunch. My uh, middle son, Justin, and I went out to lunch yesterday. By golly, it's a gula. Went to Gula's Hot Dogs, took some pictures. As I said, the four-pack was his. The three hot dogs were mine. So and you ate seven hot dogs between the two of you. We did. We did. <laughs> we did. And when I say we ate them, they, gone. they were gone. And, uh, and French fries and gravy, too. So I'm sorry. I like to eat. And, yes, I do like to let people know. And I don't think I'm killing myself. You know, remember, I exercise. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? I, I, I couldn't even get it out. I was going to try. <laughs> Checked on your own words, Howard. I couldn't even get it out. Uh, all right. A lot of texts from yesterday and from today. If you want to add to them, please text right now. 304-214-1600. 304-214-1600. And while we're on the subject of food, 
here at 724 in the morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Today is a day that we might be able to celebrate with some more food, and I'll tell you about that coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. Creo and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. From estates to business liquidation, antiques, coins, firearms, real estate, and more. We're also certified appraisers. Creo and Stack can handle it all. Call us now for a free outside consultation. 304-233-3168. Or visit FrioAndStack.com. Licensed in West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Frio and Stack Auction Service. We sell the earth and everything on it. Toyota's national sales event is on, making now the best time to save big at your Toyota dealer. With available APR financing as low as 1.9% on select new 2022 fuel-efficient Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, and Highlanders. Or go off-road in a rugged Tacoma or Tundra, also with low financing available to qualified buyers. Visit buyatoyota.com for more. Not all buyers will qualify for special APR financing from Toyota. See your dealer for details. Hurry, Toyota's national sales event ends September 6th. Toyota, let's go places. What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required, online bill pay, and debit cards issued right away? I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees? That's money in the bank. The right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Menards has it all for keeping your pets happy and healthy. We offer everything from food and treats to our huge selection of toys, bowls, leashes, collars, and more. Perina Pro Plan Chicken and Rice Dog Food provides your pets with outstanding nutrition, plus exceptional taste. It's made with high-quality protein, including real chicken, as the first ingredient. Pick up a 35-pound bag of Perina Pro Plan Dog Food for only $69.48. Price is good through January 28th. Save big money at Menards. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Seven twenty-six. Watchdog Morning Show. Thirty-seven degrees. Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Thirty-four to Highlands. Thirty in Elm Grove, and thirty-four here at the Watchdog Radio Network studios. Some rain before nine o'clock. We've got a little bit coming down right now. Mostly cloudy today. A daytime high around forty-three. Uh, I pulled up that uh, text from yesterday. I mentioned from Billy Bobo because um, you're mentioning it too. By the way, uh, the number one story is homeless. And you didn't even speak about it. Again, pause just for one quick second. We did speak about it. We didn't speak about it all morning long yesterday. We took a little segment and talked about it. The last two weeks probably, if not more, we have talked about it every single day. And most days it has been probably 80% of our conversation. So, Billy Bobo, I don't think you're paying much attention yourself. But instead, Bob Slider. What? wants to express the opinion that Donald Trump should not be on any ballot. That's my opinion. Even though he has not been found guilty of any crime. Stick around for that. Why does your show and this radio station 
mention the owners' names. I think I'm going to drop that out. Yeah, let's not go there. Everybody knows who owns the station. Promote such communist ideology. Communist ideology. Whoa. Call me a dumbass. Don't call me a communist. Come on. You know, really. Do you ever listen to the hate that you spread? Do what we hate? Spread? <laughs> I don't you know, hear the hate. What? There's a reason he's a bobo. There's a reason he's a bobo. Uh, just, I thought I would share that with you, just because you got to oh, mention yeah. it. You got me fired up. You got to mention it in there. So don't spread this hate, <laughs> you communist, you. Ooh. I threw one. Per- I th- told this story before. I threw one person off. Compl- I was actually filling in for Hoppy Kirchhoff on statewide talk when I was hosting the show. Yeah, there's probably a lot of West Virginians that think you're a communist. Well, Howard. and and and, but but they didn't know because people they like to call you names and then fight about it. And guy called me on Hoppy Show on statewide talk line one day and goes, "Yeah, know what? I think you're a communist." I said, "Okay." That I, I that's fine. What do you mean? Oh, okay. If you don't call me, that's okay. Well, he had nothing else to say because all he wanted to do was call me a name, and I said that was okay. All right, back to food. More important. More important. More important. Do you know what today is? Today is I think, Pie Day, right? You National said that earlier. Pie Day. Are you a big pie eater? I'm not talking about the square root of the circumference of the circle. Ah. I'm talking about pie that you eat. Today is National Pie Day. Have a piece of pie, everybody. Everybody have a piece of pie. And uh, I don't know about around here. Here are some. This story gives me a couple of places where there are pick up some free pie. Shoney's. We don't have a Shoney's, though, do we? Boy, maybe in Ohio somewhere, but uh, I'm no, not I'm sure. I'm not aware of any, any around here at all. Uh, Shoney's has a free strawberry pie today. I like strawberry pie. Strawberry pie. You can get, if you find a Shoney's, you can get that. Uh, National Pie Day, Burger King, you can get a free Hershey Sunday pie. Hmm. Eh, that's not quite what I'm thinking of when I think of a pie, but uh, there you go. It says a lot of local places, and I don't mean local here, this is a national story, in individual cities and towns, uh, they're doing uh, free pie. Uh, Laura's Pie Bar in Long Beach, California is selling uh, slices for $5, et cetera, et cetera. What is America's number one pie? What would you think? Well, it's apple pie, Howard. It is actually not, believe what? it or not. According to this report, this this survey, um, apple pie is actually number four. Isn't there like a slogan, United States? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Mom, yeah, somebody in an an apple, apple pie. pie. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. No, um, apple pie is number four. Cream pie is number one. What's that? Well, I like, for example, I like at uh, Perkins, at uh, Bob Evans, they have a good chocolate cream pie. It, it, I, I like that. that. That's my choice all the time. Pumpkin pie is number two. Mm, can't go there. Uh, lemon meringue is number three. Mm, Not that, you know, nah. uh, get, me a, get me a nice slice of lemon meringue from Melman's. Yeah. Well, I was going to bring them up. I was going to ask you if they were on the list because when you were talking pie, that's the yeah. that's the the message I got. Yeah. Melmans, if Melmans, you, yeah, Melmans. Good, what a good pie! Any of these pies, whichever of this top ten is your they favorite, they got all those over there. They got all, but every time I go to Melmans, I always make sure Gotta I have get some pie. Lemon meringue pie. They do it best. Apple pie is number four. Cherry pie number five. Pecan pie six. Key lime pie is number seven. <laughs> that's you're not a fan. Mm. Yeah. Peach cobbler. I could probably do that. Number eight. This is a no-no for me. Number nine, sweet potato pie. Nah, not a chance. Number ten, blueberry pie. Blueberry you didn't. Pie. Uh, you didn't name my favorite. I, I, I'm a cherry pie guy, but man, I'm a really big coconut cream 
Is well, it would that be with cream. the cream? Yeah, it's cream, cream pies. Okay, so put me on that one. And that's number one. Now, again, I, I, like, coconut cream. I like chocolate cream. You like coconut cream, but they're both cream pies. Cream pie is uh, number one. And before I get off the sweets for a minute here, well, I don't mean I'm getting off the sweets. You should have brought some pie with you. We Al. should have had. I, yeah, we should be pie. eating pie right now. Yeah, oh, wouldn't that be good? Yes. Um, in the same story from USA Today this morning, um, the question is raised on National Pie Day, is pie... America's favorite dessert. What do you think? Yes or no? Not mine, personally. I'm more of a cake guy, but it's hard to argue with that. I guess it's pretty close. Yeah, again, I I would probably have agreed with you. Uh, In the list of America's favorite desserts, pie comes in number five. Number one, when I say this, you'll go, oh, yeah, probably everybody loves chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Yeah, that's the number one favorite dessert. Really? Number one? Yep. Um, I think it's because you can have chocolate chip cookies almost anywhere, anytime. You have to have a pie, bake a pie, buy a pie. Uh, speaking maybe just for our house at least, there's always Chips Ahoy or some kind of bagged. bagged. And they're okay. But, yeah. you know, now that I live by myself, Howard, I never, ever experience this. That's one of life's pleasures, though. You, you, you kind of take for granted. When those hot cookies come out of the oh, oven, oh, oh, you just can't oh, stop eating them. And I have to say. My wife makes great, great cookies. Cho- oh, chocolate chip cookies! Nah. In fact, sweetie, this wouldn't be a bad day for <laughs> chocolate chip cookies. She has made me chocolate chip cookies going all the way back to the days we dated when I was in college, and she would bring me chocolate chip cookies. I don't. Just, I'm not making fun of her. Her chocolate chip cookies were so big they looked like dinner plates. I don't think she knew how to make a small cookie yet. So she, Big cookies. Anyways, number one favorite dessert in America, chocolate chip cookies. Number two is cheesecake. I do like cheesecake. A little chocolate sauce on it. Number three, and I might have thought this would be number one. Number three is ice cream. Ice cream. That's favorite that's, desserts. That's hard to argue with that, especially, you know, maybe not so much in the winter months, but summertime, everybody's eating ice cream. Number four, s'mores. Yeah, I never was a fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan either. There's, Just give me the chocolate cookie then. Well, why, why do I got to do all the work? Well, there's an ambiance to, you know, being outside in the fire. I think that's a pain in the ass is what well, I think. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to do, make the s'mores. I just want to be there when my son makes the s'mores and gives them to me. And the number five on America's favorite desserts is apple pie. So, all right, little uh, little food talk here this morning just for the fun of it because um, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about some serious stuff most of the rest of the morning. Uh, it is 734, 26 till the hour here. We are the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, we'll check in with Adam Fike. I, I don't know if it's raining outside. I don't, know if the, I don't think the rain's going to be freezing, even though that's part of the forecast uh, because the temperatures are all above freezing. And I think, as Bob said, we're – we're going to luck out on that with the temperature. But thing. did you notice the the scroll, uh, Howard? Uh, almost every local school uh, t- two hour delay. I did notice that. I I'm not sh- the forecast. Once again, the forecast last night was depending on who you read. You know, they had TV seven. You have a couple of the other ones that are online. It, it was hard to figure out. There was a lot. I mean, there was talk about, and don't, I think we have an actual winter weather advisory for parts of the area in effect right now. I don't even know what parts of it. And I don't know what that's all about. Um, but I know last night, because I was talking with my, uh, my middle son, my youngest son, excuse me, who has, um, he's always got to worry about whether uh, Ariana's going to have to go to school or not. Uh, and, uh, you know, he texts me and says, Dad, we got a delay. I said, what for? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But I think there was some concern out there that maybe things would be uh, rough this morning. I was a little bit ner- ner- nervous about it, to be honest with you, based on some of the things I'd read. 
And I looked outside, and it was clear as a bell. And uh, so, anyway, we'll get to all the details coming up from Adam Fike. Uh, Bob's got slider on sports. Before all of that gets underway, though, here at 735, 25 till the hour, we turn to WTRF-TV and Taylor Long for Ohio Valley Headlines. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this January the 23rd. 7 News is your local election headquarters. Last night, the top three Republican contenders for the Senate seat currently occupied by Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown presented their arguments to the electorate. They are Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose, Cleveland businessman Bernie Marino, and State Senator Matt Dolan. The debate centered on several of the most hot-button issues, including the U.S. southern border, abortion, transgender issues, former President Trump, and more. Each candidate agreed that despite some alleged improved numbers, the state's economy remains poor for ordinary Ohioans. The primary election will take place on March 19th. We have more details on last night's debate over on WTRF.com. Looking across the mountain state, four counties in West Virginia have now united for a collaborative economic development initiative. Nucor Steel got the ball rolling two years ago when it announced a new big plant in Mason County. Berkshire Hathaway Energy then broke ground on expansive operations in Jackson County. Toyota is growing in Putnam County and Marshall University is building a huge cybersecurity lab in Cabell County. With a lot of growth coming to all four of those counties, they have created REACT, which stands for Regional Economic Alliance of Counties Together. The most pressing concern right now is maintenance and expansion of Route 2, which affects all four counties. They promise to work with the legislature and Division of Highways to make that happen. Those seeking new employment this year might face stiffer competition than in previous years. According to a recent LinkedIn survey, 85% of employees are contemplating a job change in 2024, making a 27% rise from the previous year. But the job market is highly competitive. The study finds just one job opening for every two applicants. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Hello, West Virginia. This is Congressman Alex Mooney. West Virginia spending should reflect West Virginia values. That's why I always work to be your conservative fiscal watchdog in Washington, voting against tax increases and cutting government spending, all while looking after our hardworking families. Liberals continue to harm middle and working class Americans with rampant inflation, all the while going around Congress to send our tax dollars overseas. I will continue to do everything in my power to rein in this White House's policies and keep the power in the hands of the people where it belongs. I'm Congressman Alex Mooney. If you have questions about how your tax dollars are being spent, I want to hear from you. Call my local office at 304-264-8810 or visit my website at mooney.house.gov. Pay for with official funds from the office of Alex Mooney. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. 
A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at the Mountaineers basketball game with Kansas State in Morgantown. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire drops by. We'll take a look at the biggest stories in technology over the last seven days. And Tom Bragg joins me in studio at 5 o'clock to talk about the Marshall Thundering Herd and more. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, interrupt, and our question of the Metro day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Rob Parisi written song and uh, he performs in that. I, I don't know. Do you know Rob Parisi and I were actually together on our morning radio team at one point. He was uh, part of the morning team. I was the newsman for the team, and uh, I was before. Well, it was as he was on his way up from uh, play that funky music. I don't think he has to do much else anymore because play the funky music has made him. That song made him a millionaire. A very, 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 very rich man. man. Play that funky music, white boy. Uh, 18 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. From uh, my friend, the lovely and talented Martha off the Frio Stack Ox Service text line, pie, because today is National Pie Day. Pie, the favorite dessert of older generations. What are you saying? Martha, you calling me old? Oh, you, you are probably. Okay. All right. Let's go to Adam Fike from the Big 7, uh, WTRF-TV, the morning meteorologist. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? Today is National Pie Day. Do you like pie? Unfortunately, as I've said before, I'm a very picky eater, so I don't like a lot of more traditional pies, so like apple, pumpkin. Not the biggest fan of. I'm more the sugary stuff, like uh, peanut butter pies, chocolate pies. So I don't want to say not real pies, but not what you typically think of. Well, the number one pie, according to the survey I have here in front of me in America, is not uh, apple is way down at number four. The number one pie are cream pies. I like a chocolate cream pie. Bob likes a coconut cream pie. Do you like those kind of things? Mm-hmm. My favorite is my mom makes a really good, I think it's a butterscotch cream pie. Okay. All right. Well, cream pies are number one. Uh, then uh, pumpkin, lemon meringue. I'm a big fan of lemon meringue. Apple pies are number four. Cherry pie, number five. 
Just something to think about here on this uh, National Pie Day. I thought you might find that find that interesting. Um, when I when I uh, came into downtown, and I mean literally as I came into downtown, came out of the tunnels and hit downtown, I began to get a very light sprinkle. Are we getting any rain out there at all right now? I mean, we've seen a couple stray showers across the area, but it's mainly, like you said, just sprinkles, a little bit of drizzle. This afternoon, though, we could see a few showers, but this morning, just those sprinkles and drizzle. Okay. Um, the good news is the temperature is well above freezing, 37 at the airport, um, 34 here, but it's 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 above freezing, going to mm-hmm. rise, not go down. So no concern about the rain turning into freezing rain or even snow. No, I mean, it's... Above the surface, it's too warm for snow to form anyway. It was just a matter of, well, it's going to fall as rain no matter what. It's just how colder the surface is. But the only place that I see around here that's below freezing is 30, and that's in St. Mary's. Everyone else is 32 or warmer. So not a large concern, but we we do still have that winter weather advisory. That was more just on the side of the caution because the National Weather Service wasn't 100% sure. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure what that what advisor was for. I saw it, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was we were worried about. I guess we were just worried about if the temperatures didn't go up, that things would freeze. Is that the concern that they had? Their concern was that our surface and road temperatures would drop below freezing yeah, okay. during the morning hours between roughly 6 and 9. Well, temperatures were about six to seven degrees warmer than they were what they were expecting so i don't want to say that the advisory was useless <laughs> it was just a precursor basically to cover your butt in case something happens hey adam i'd, yep. say, I'd say it was useless <laughs> but that's just that's just me but no i i get what the national weather service does and the schools uh, most area schools many area schools if not most are on a two-hour delay too i guess they took that advisory to heart and figured they'll wait and see what happens this morning but um Attention superintendents, if you had a two-hour delay, bring them on in because there's nothing out there to worry about right now. Uh, Rain throughout the week, though, pretty much. I'm looking at the forecast. It's pretty much rain, rain every day, right? Yeah, unfortunately. It's going to be pretty wet and gloomy the next couple of days. I mean, there's going to be scattered the widespread showers tomorrow and Thursday. I mean, the positive, yes, it might look a little bit gloomy, but like I always say, rainy days give me an excuse to be lazy. This means I don't have to really do much. Yeah, it means I'm stuck inside and probably have to do some cleaning. But, hey, it's going to be 50 degrees. It gives you an excuse to not actually do anything. <laughs> well, I don't really need an excuse, but, okay, I can use it. <laughs> I, can, I can use that as an excuse. So rain, Adam said to be lazy because it's rainy, so do it. So, so rain <laughs> really pretty much throughout the week and even into the weekend, I guess. But uh, temperatures are still going to stay pleasant. Actually, get warm up a bit for a couple of days, up into the 50s, right? Yep. Tomorrow through Friday, we'll be in the 50s. Friday, it's not going to rain all day. We'll see <clears> rain <throat> in the morning, before, mainly before sunrise. Temperatures slowly drop throughout the day. Most of the day is spent in the 40s. And Saturday, most of the day, once again, is dry. We see a few showers in the evening before we see scattered showers return on Sunday. Um, and looking ahead into next week, I guess I don't, I didn't pull up that far ahead. What's we're we still looking for rain next week? And do we have any snow coming back at all? Nope, nothing in the forecast yet for snow. Monday we dip a little bit into with our temperatures, but that's for a short, brief period of time before we're back into the 40s. But I'm honestly not looking past Monday just yet. 
Okay. All right. Sounds good. 37 right now, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 34 to Highlands, 30 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and uh, 34 We're degrees. dropping down to 32 oh, here. 32 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Don't drop any more, Bob. Go and there, do that. Go out there and blow on the thermometer somehow to keep that up. 32 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. All right, Adam, good talking to you, and uh, we'll chat with you again tomorrow to see if maybe the rain stopped. I guess it probably won't, but we'll check and see. <laughs> Go, Thank you. Go have some pie. 748, a dozen till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. What was the winter weather advisory about? Well, the weather snob weighs in this morning. The weather snob texted me. The concern was to stoke fear in people who have become soft. The advisory was indeed useless, as is most weather reporting these days. I didn't want to say that when Adam was on the line, even though it was from the weather snob. The climate is changing, and our meteorological models are not keeping pace. The deep freeze is setting in. Hmm. The weather snob. Howard, I got, got kind of caught up in that Thursday, because my game plan was, I, when we left here Thursday, I expected to be back Friday, so did you. Right. So I went to Respects and... Uh, Bread and milk? Well, I wanted to, to get myself... I figured, okay, get yourself through the weekend, or, or to right. the weekend. right. Everybody was thinking that way. Indeed. And what I noticed was, and I'm not exaggerating, at least three different people, and I think maybe all were men. I knew at least two were men. You would hear complaints as you were going up and down the aisles shopping. Yeah. Because it was it was it was busy. You know, they had yeah. at respects they had all the registers open. And there was lines back to the aisles, you know what I mean? Where you have to sure. maneuver to get, get get through all that. People were actually criticizing people being in their shopping. But I wanted to say, well, buddy, what the hell are you what doing? Are you doing here? You're just not hanging out. <laughs> you know, why are you criticizing everybody else while you're filling up your buggy? Yeah, all these people are coming out for their, crazy. Bread, and, for their bread and milk. Well, it's crazy. Hello, and, what's in your cart? And they sounded like the weather snob. So <laughs> I, I don't know, gee whiz. Uh, I was just shopping in Reese bags. I, I wasn't panicked. I wasn't trying to spread panic. <laughs> We were at both, actually, we were Kroger's, Respects, and Miklas's on Thursday. And every place. Crazy. Every place was, was just gone crazy. Um, I, I don't know why bread and milk has become the, the staples. Got to have it hard. Yeah, well, you know, but, you know, lunch meat and. Yeah, That's what I'm talking I want meat. Yeah, you know, <laughs> some soup. Nancy got some soup. Just so we're, again, because on Thursday, well, it turned out to be a pretty you know, snowy weekend. And we thought it was going to be one of those weekends. That, it's going to stay in. Right. So we did get that. So, But, yes, everybody everybody makes fun of everybody else. But they're all out there getting it themselves. It's a 10 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, but bunch, I'm telling you what, the text line is going like crazy today. Uh, get some more of your texts in coming up in a minute or two at 304-214-1600, the Frio Stack auction service text line. But we also have sports to get to, and we'll do that with Mr. Slider coming up next. My name is Mike Campsey. I am an interventional cardiologist and the chief of cardiology at Wheeling Hospital. I think the value of HVI in this region is tremendous. We offer such a wide spectrum of services from prevention to intervention. We're going to get the patient in as quickly as possible. That's the most tremendous benefit to the patients in this region is we, we're here 24-7. We're available to see somebody. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? 
we can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere. Allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. What this song brings to mind, and it has nothing to do with the actual song. Sure, you want to go there? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it brings to mind the uh, episode of Friends where Bruce Willis was Rachel's dad, I think. And no, he was Rachel's boyfriend. Okay, and Ross was hiding in the room and saw Bruce Willis, you know, making poses in front of the mirror and to, you know, I'm just a love machine, and that that I don't know what that's what pops to my mind. Not the song, but actually the 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 uh, the Friends episode of that. My mind works in very strange ways. I remember that episode too. I thought that was one of the silliest episodes. Ross was dating Bruce Willis's daughter. She was young in school where he was teaching, and then Bruce Willis and Jennifer Aniston hooked up. But it was it was kind of silly. I just got done reading two books about the making of Friends. And a point they both made was that one of the low points, or many of the low points of Friends, was their desire to bring in all these big-name guest stars that really didn't need to be there. That the, the, the group handled, you know, we went in to watch Ross and Rachel and, and uh, Joey and, and so on. Um, and we didn't need to see Bruce Willis. We didn't need or to Or Brad see, Pitt. Or Brad Pitt or all of those folks. That was a point that both of these books made was that, it was just, it was like they felt they had to bring these stars in or the stars wanted to be on the show because it was so popular. They should have just left them alone. I, that's a good point. I thought it was a good I point. I read a, a story. It probably wasn't a whole book. But I read where the, the author of, of that piece said that the low point was that dumb monkey, Marcel. Oh, well, there's no question that, about that, that. That was the low point of Friends. Yeah, yeah there's no question about that. The, the Marcel the monkey was, yikes. Six before the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Let's see what's going on in sports. And for that, we go to? Slider on sports. Thank you, Howard. Last night in Phoenix, Arizona, the Arizona Coyotes <clears> defeated <throat> the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-2. to two. Former Penguin Jason Zucker led the way for Arizona with a goal and an assist. The Coyotes also end an 11-game losing streak against the Penguins. Lars Eller and Sidney Crosby scored for Pittsburgh. It was Crosby's 577th career goal. That's, a, that's amazing. Tying Mark Recchi for 21st place on the NHL's all-time 
goal scoring list. How long has he been playing? I'd say about 17 years, but you got to remember he missed almost two full years with a concussion. I remember that. Back, you know, so so his stats would he'd be over 600, way over 600 goals, looking at 700. Sidney Crosby, don't let anybody fool you, Howard. He's right there with Bobby Orr, Mario Lemieux, yeah. and Wayne Gretzky. He, he is there. He is that good and really have spoiled Pittsburgh Penguin fans because think well, about it. At, yeah. We went years and years with nobody. Then we had Lemieux, Yager, and then Sidney Crosby. Outstanding. I lost my place. Yeah, here we go. The, Pen- <laughs> the Penguins <laughs> returned to Pittsburgh Friday night to host the Florida Panthers. It's a basketball doubleheader tonight here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Fresh off their upset of number three ranked Kansas, the West Virginia Mountaineers travel to Florida to face the University of Central Florida. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. We'll get on the air at 6 for the pregame show. You can catch the Mountaineers on the home of WVU basketball, WKK. WKKX, 1600 AM, 98.1 FM, and on WVLY, 1370 AM, and 90.7 on your FM dial. It's also a Wheeling Central Boys Basketball Night on the Watchdog Radio Network. How are we getting all these games here? Because we got a lot of opportunities here to, to get you all these sports. The Maroon Knights at Lindsley, that's a 6 o'clock tip-off. We'll get on the air at 5.30. The voice of the Maroon Knights, Jerry Ames and Ryan Storm, will bring you all the action. This game, Howard, will be streamed live online at watchdognetwork.com. I got it right, didn't I? You got it right. So, yeah, we got all kind of things going. And... For lots more sports talk this afternoon, join the Pine Room Podcast from 12 to 3. Matt, Jared, Jubb, and Coach, all those guys right here in the studio, the Pine Room Boys, noon to 3 here on the Watchdog Radio Network, Slatter on Sports Time, 757. The uh, Pine Room guys will set the table for the uh, Feast of Sports activity coming up later on in the day, so that sounds good. People ask why do we sometimes put our uh, uh, games, uh, our local games on streaming, and the reason is because of contractual obligations, in particular with WVU. We have a contract with WVU that does not allow us to not carry them, uh, but we certainly don't want to not carry the local games, so we put them on our stream. Re- real easy to find. As Bob said, go to watchdognetwork.com, and uh, if you're looking for the stream, there's, there's, a, there's three buttons. One says WKKX, one says WVOI. The other button says Sports Stream. <laughs> Click the Sports Stream button, and you will get it. Now listen. If you click that button, there's nothing there. Don't panic. There is nothing there until the game starts. So I've done that myself a couple of times. Oh, something's wrong. No, wait. No, 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 no. You, just, we, you will not hear the game on the sports stream until the game actually starts. Oh, man, the, the text line is just going crazy this morning. I love that, by the way. I'm, you Keep them coming, 304-214-1600. Uh, today is National Pie Day. One of our texters says, my two favorite pies. Peach pie is number one. Coconut cream, your favorite, is uh, number two. Trio Stack Auction Service text line. Brook and Hancock County schools are closed now. Oh, okay. So it may be up there. They're having some problems. I don't know. We're right at 32 here, so maybe it's just the difference. It's uh, freezing things up. Howard. Well, I'll check on that. And uh, let's see. Do I have time for this quick read here? Wow, Bob, you are wrong. You have pie in your face. Okay. Three stooges. Come hit me with a pie, Howard. 
I would like to have pie in my face. I would just say that right now. And, uh, you know, all right. I have a bunch more texts coming in. I'll get to more of those coming up in the next hour of the show. Um, we'll be talking with uh, Tom Scuteri, our national correspondent, taking a look at Bill Johnson's first day on the job <laughs> up at Youngstown State University. Uh, it wasn't exactly a parade that, uh, that welcomed him in. We'll talk about that. Uh, all of this and much more coming up on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 8 o'clock.